Oh man, look, it's it's a great day. It's a great day. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. And we're going to talk college football. I rarely talk college football on here because um I just really talk college football. I'm a college football fan. I'm a Georgia football fan second. I I I do enjoy the sport of college football first. And I just want to do just a little bit because college football, man, it's looking like NBA free agency. We got coaches just leaving and 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 getting new jobs out of nowhere almost. You know, we have Lane, not Lane Kiffin. We have um Brian Kelly going down to LSU. You know, it seems like people thought that he could be moving all of a sudden now that he's left. But I. I don't know. We we got Florida hiring a new coach from University of Louisiana Lafayette. But really, let's get to it. We got Lincoln Riley going to University of Southern California. Um, over $100 million contract. Uh, unlimited access to the private jet. They purchased both of his houses um, at uh, over $500,000 of, of market value. You know, million dollar bonus in his pocket, and then they also purchased him a six million dollar house. So USC is trying to come back, baby, uh, and they're trying to have Lincoln bring them back. But before we get there, man, let's talk a little bit about college football. It's time to disband the NCAA. Like, what the hell do they offer for college football? They don't crown a champion. They don't. The NCAA does not crown a champion anymore. The SEC is doing whatever the hell they want to do. We got NIL, so there's legal free money flying all around. But we still have teams operating under different sets of rules. Why did Brian Kelly go to LSU? Because Notre Dame has these academic standards that they must uphold. Why did Lincoln Riley go to USC? Like, damn it, man. Better job, better recruiting imprint. Less expectations, believe it or not. And maybe I can get to the big dance before I get beat up 13, 14 times because I'm playing against Texas A&M, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee? You understand what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. But let's get rid of the NCAA. Because here's the thing that they don't do. They don't do shit. The the conferences control what actually happens. There's not a standard set of rules. Each conference doesn't play the same amount of conference games or out-of-conference games. Uh only thing the NCAA does is enforce fake-ass rules that promote or maintain amateurism, right? What the hell is amateurism anyways? If I can get paid for my name, image, and likeness, am I truly an amateur? Like, why do we have amateurism? Just make it low-level professionalism. Make it the farm league. But the NCAA, honestly, in football, 
I ain't going to talk to you about swimming and diving or acrobatics or soccer. Talking about a football. They They serve no purpose. We need a true governing body that sets a, a, a standard set of rules. You know, we're going to play 10 conference games or eight conference games. Hell, scrap it. Let's just make the NCAA the NFL. Let's just make it the NFL. Let, let, let's just make it a minor league of the NFL. And the benefit is you can still get a salary, a lower salary. Uh, than NFL players. Uh, You can still get your name, image, and likeness, which is endorsement deals. You also have the opportunity to receive an education. And you develop your skills, man. Because look at this shit. We got all these coaches moving right now. We got Luke Fickle, who could be walking away from, from Cincinnati with a chance to go win a national championship. We got Brian Kelly, who left Notre Dame, with a chance to end up in the playoff to play for a national championship. Now, we all know that once Notre, if Notre Dame got there, they're not going to get to the national championship and win it, which is why Brian Kelly left. But nonetheless, he can't even close out the season because in two weeks, he has to secure a recruiting class for LSU, who had a lame duck head coach. Now, he has to go there and figure it out. So maybe we should have a shorter recruiting period. It's early signing day shit. Trash it. Uh, you know how the NFL, we have the offseason. Draft, free agency, all of that stuff, which gives teams time to get rid of coaches, to get rid of executives, and then eventually, you know, let allow a franchise to start off uh, at, a, at a decent place, even if the person, the coach, the GM left a previous job. We don't do that now. We, we don't do that in college because it's like, hey, uh, regular season's over. We're ready to get a new coach because these recruits are coming for the coach. They're not coming for the, for the, for the logo. They're not. A lot of these dogs ain't coming because they want to be dogs. They're coming because they want to play for Kirby. And that's okay. That's why we like Kirby. Go dog sick them. But college football has to get it figured out. We need some standardization. We need some order because it's the wild, wild west out there. And I mean by the wild, wild west, I mean the wild, wild southeastern conference. Just doing whatever the hell they want. Got to pay these kids too, man. Got to start paying these kids. When we start seeing these these Lincoln Riley deals, these 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 Mel Tucker deal. I mean, Mel Tucker, he's doing a great job up there, but he hasn't accomplished jack shit. Ten years, ninety five million dollars. I I heard on Dan Patrick today that there's been over there's been a half a billion dollars of dead money over the last decade in college football. Paid out to coaches. Got to pay these kids. Got to get these kids fucking salaries. Amateurism is amateur hour. We got to go. Because there's no other place 
in the world where I get to provide a service, millions and millions of dollars are made, and I don't make shit off of it. Well, you can make a money off your name, image, and likeness. Well, obviously, it's mine. I own it. You don't. What about services rendered? You know, so I, that's just something that I, I, I just think about. Uh, but but college football is, is getting so interesting now. I mean, the, the, the Pac-12 is back. They finally have a team that we care about. The SEC is going to continue to SEC. And it's a very odd college season. Let me let me get go to my notes to make sure I don't miss anything. Um, but let me talk to these college football fans because I, I didn't realize how extreme college football fans are because I operate in a more professional football space as far as the media I consume, uh, the podcast I consume, and I don't really engage with a lot of college football fans. I don't. And recently I started listening to Paul Feinbaum, huge fan, by the way. And I listen to these crazy-ass fans who come on his show and they're talking about how they feel and stuff. And just it almost makes me want to get into college football uh, media. But I don't know if I could survive there, especially like at the local level, dealing with these fans, because I think they would probably, you know, egg my house, give me death threats, because I'm like, hey, Bulldog fan 957892, Georgia doesn't have the championship pedigree that you think they do. I'm a fan. I like to watch them. I want them to win. But we don't have this, the same championship pedigree as a as an Alabama. We don't have the same championship pedigree as hell. A Auburn, a Florida, a Florida State, excuse me, a Miami, a Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, I mean, y'all won one late nineties, but pretty much everything else was leather helmets. Uh, hell, even you know. <laughs> here we go. 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 Because college fans are crazy. College fans are crazy. I mean. Alabama fans are upset this year because Alabama's having a down year. Oh, my God. Saban's not amazing this year. They're not blowing everybody out. They've only lost one fucking game. Calm down. Michigan fans ready to fire Harbaugh. He keeps winning 19 games a year. We got, he got to go. He can't beat Ohio State. Yeah, Michigan doesn't beat Ohio State. That's expected. It's like me getting mad. For more than three hours when Georgia doesn't beat Bama. Hey, Saban doesn't lose to his fucking assistants. Hopefully they do on Saturday because uh, they're down and we're up. And uh, Alabama is, is, is an underdog for like the first time in years. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. The fans are so unreasonable in college football. And I didn't realize that there's just so much passion. And I love the passion, but my God, you people are crazy. You need to calm down. Dan Mullen, are we really letting him go? Third highest winning percentage in school history. 
what, two New Year's Six Bowls? He had a down year this year. Uh, maybe he's not the best recruiter. Do we give him time to go maybe retool his uh, a coaching staff, uh, uh, find a better recruiting coordinator, and, and then get the program right back to where you wanted it? I mean, shit, y'all were competitive in the SEC championship last year against national champion Alabama. And now Dan Mullen's looking for work. I was listening to uh, Dan Patrick today, and one of the one of the the, the Dan ants was like, "Well, what happens with Dabo if uh, if they have another down season in Clemson? Hopefully, nothing. I mean, you don't want Dabo to have back to back down seasons, but if he does, uh, has he not earned himself two bad seasons?" Is college football that volatile? Or we're just going to continue to spend money and spend money and spend money and spend money and spend money. You know, throwing money at your problems helps them, but it doesn't fix them. Like, you got to make sure that you're attacking the issue. If instability is the issue at your pro- at your program, you probably shouldn't fire your coach again. I, I don't know. Because from everyone who I listen to and respect, Florida made a good hire, but I don't think he's going to have a better squad than Dan Mullen would have had next year. I don't. I mean, Dan Mullen lost Kyle Trask to the NFL draft, Kadarius Tony to the NFL draft, and 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 uh, what's my man's name? Kyle Pitts, a Falcon. I mean, two first-round uh, weapons and a quarterback who went like third, fourth round. Sorry, we're not great again. <laughs> Maybe we should be Trump in here and turn this thing around. <laughs> Make Florida great again. I mean, more Lago's in Florida, you know what I mean? So, I just think college fans need to calm down, please. Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Cause all like they get mad. Like I was talking to some people, they're talking about Sark, and they're ready to get rid of him. It just seems like anytime something goes on in college football, yeah, the whole everybody's going. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. No, but let's get into the biggest hires, man. I think that Lincoln Riley chose USC over LSU because. Lower standards, man. It's not lower standards. Lower expectations. Yes, LSU, excuse me, USC is a gold standard program. But just like Oklahoma where he left, they're patient. Unlike Oklahoma where he left, they're in the Pac-12. Where he was in the Big 12, and I heard him on Colin today and say that Oklahoma going to... Oklahoma going to the SEC didn't have anything to do with him moving. Uh, he was a part of that process. Sounds good. But just because you were a part of the process doesn't mean that they did what you wanted them to do. Uh, I'm not mad at somebody for taking a road, like being efficient. Sure, if you beat up the SEC, we all know you're the best program. But what happens if you beat up an SEC team because you are 
you know, you played against Oregon, you played against Utah, you played against Chip and the guys, and now you're ready to play against Saban, or you're get ready to play against Kirby, or you're ready to play against Jimbo or Dabo. Uh, but you're a little bit more fresh because you didn't play as many tough games. I don't know. It makes sense to me. But you depth like Lincoln Riley definitely made the, the smart decision to go out to USC. Once they show they're ready to spend that money, it seemed like they're all in on football again. Because going to LSU, man, you see it with Can Less, he was winning nine, ten games a year, won a national championship, just not good enough because he wasn't saving. Coach O, two years off of a national championship, he's gone. Granted, um, we just think that was a great recruiting group. Uh, it was just like, you know, uh, uh, just a, it was just, I don't know, lightning in a bottle maybe. And I don't think that Coach O is a bad coach, but I think that Coach O's personal life um, became too public and that had a negative influence on his control of the locker room. So Coach O has to go. And yeah, LSU just doesn't care. Sorry. Yes, he wants a national championship. Good for you. That's what we expect. Now, you're not doing that anymore. Goodbye. And I'm interested to see what Brian Kelly's going to do down there because he hasn't – he's a ball, He's from Boston. He's been a Midwest coach uh, his last two jobs, Notre Dame um, and Cincinnati. What does he do in the South? I mean – he ain't got to worry about GPAs, and he got he got he got money to spend. He got boosters ready to give it up. So let's see what's gonna happen. I think Brian Kelly's a damn good coach, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does down there. I, I mean, I, I don't think he's gonna give Saban a run for his money every single year, but Saban knows he's there. But college football is a national sport now. College football is a national sport. If Lincoln Riley brings USC back, we've got us a national sport again, and it's no longer just the Southeast and the Midwest until, you know, Ohio State uh, disappoints us because, you know, no herb, no rings. Sorry, Ryan Day. This man started off on third base and can't even get home. Ain't that a bitch. You're fired. We'll never learn my sound effects and we'll be a much better podcast here. But yeah, we, you know, Ryan Day, he, he gets to the playoffs as he should based on the roster that he has, but that don't impress me much. But let's keep pushing away, man. Uh, what's the last thing I want to say? Because I want to yell at college football fans again. Oh, yeah, you college football fans who are mad about these coaches leaving, who don't have any, like, who, who don't uh, get flexibility and, 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 and upper mobility. Have you ever changed a job? Have you ever moved houses? Have you ever broken up with somebody and dated somebody new? Have you ever, like, you know, maybe got rid of your old car, bought a new car? Have you ever made a decision in your life that benefited you but maybe questioned your loyalty? Did you ever stop hanging out with a friend because guess what? Your lives changed, your social status changed, your interests changed, so you're not friends anymore? You still love them, but you just don't hang out anymore? Have you ever done that? No, you haven't? Okay, yeah, I know. I know. You ever change your socks because they were dirty? You take a bath because you stink? 
You change your drawers because they're dirty. You know what I mean? After you sit on the toilet, you wipe yourself, right? Because that makes sense for you. So why the hell would a coach uh, not leave a program that makes that no longer makes sense for him and go to one that makes more sense for him? The transfer per, transfer portal is open. Okay, these kids can transfer. Free agency. Recruiting is better than the draft. And you got free agency, too. You can still get free agency. Players got free agency. Coaches got free agency. Why are you mad that they're moving? Is it because they're leaving your school? No loyalty. Fuck, no, there's no loyalty. And there shouldn't be loyalty. Why the hell would there be loyalty? You're loyal to your team that season, and you're loyal to that program for, I don't know, the duration of your contract until, you know, something else makes sense. But the way these contracts are written is the coaches can get out of them. And if the team wants to fire them, they got to give them a huge buyout. So what are we doing here? What are we doing here? That's all I'm saying. So, like, for you people who are like, loyalty, how dare this man walk away from this team right? and those recruits? Guess what? Those recruits that 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 were recruited, that uh, were committed to Lincoln, are now going to be committed to, to USC. They didn't change. Their commitment never wavered from Lincoln. Some of those kids who went to Oklahoma to play for Lincoln, hitting the portal. Some of those kids who, who, who committed to Notre Dame were like, ah, maybe I'll go to Stanford now. I still want a good education, but it's cold up here. I don't know if I can make it at LSU because, oh, boy, they get five stars down there. <laughs> but I'm sure Brian's going to bring some guys in, too. See, that's the thing of it. The kids can transfer. The kids can change their commitments. We still got two weeks before signing day. So there's time, but if you have an issue with commitment, I think you have an issue with yourself. If you have an issue with with this loyalty thing, I think you have an issue with yourself. I think that you have the issue that you've never had the ability to to dictate terms. You've been afraid to dictate terms, or maybe you're just not good enough to dictate terms. Okay. It happens at times. But, But... you're mad that somebody did something that's better for them when you do things that are better for you every day? Same people mad at LeBron for going to Miami and you weren't even a Cleveland fan. It's a Lakers fan. <laughs> but you was happy when Shaq came. <laughs> you Alabama fan. <laughs> but you happy when that receiver transferred in. You was happy when Saban left Miami, huh? You was happy when Lane came to revive his career and come be an offensive. Yep, 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 yep. See, yeah, I know, I know. We ballin', big baby. I know, we can't, we ballin'. You college fans, man, y'all are a weird bunch, but man, get, get, look, the only people who are loyal to these college programs are the fans who grew up loving them and the alumni. Everybody else, they're opportunists because this is their livelihood. It's not their escape. 
This is your escape. That's your livelihood. And if you can't be loyal to yourself and your livelihood, not an institution, well, we don't have much in common. Because I'm going to do what's best for me and my house.